Hey, welcome to the B Team Podcast. My name is Justin. I forgot that I was hosting this for a split second. Uh, <laughs> uh, today, we are going to be talking about uh, Gran Turismo. Uh, a couple of months late, but that's okay. Uh, today, we have John. Hello. And Milos. Uh, slow and steady means the race. <laughs> I think slow and, and steady uh, gets this movie but whatever and uh i'm gonna i might have to google some of the details just because i don't really remember them off the top of my head because i did watch this movie about two three months ago um this in theaters huh did you see this in theaters i sure did yeah i went to theaters actually i went that was back in august was it August? Holy shit. Okay, yeah, it was three, one of the four. last it was one of the last big <laughs> the end of August was uh twenty fifth or something like that, I think. Oh. All right. Well, I think really I started in September. I don't think I saw it when it came out, so so we'll go with three months, two months. I think whatever. this was the part of a triple feature for me. I saw three movies in the same day. I think oh, this God. is one of them. I did that once and then I paid for it for like a week. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Um... Well, I had uh, I had pretty busy. I had pretty busy like July and August, and I didn't have any time to watch anything. Thankfully, there was nothing on. So when something did come up, it was like hmm, and kind of time schedules aligned to the point where I could be like, hey, I can see all three in a day. I did that once the uh, the day before Thanksgiving a couple years ago. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari, twenty one bridges, and the Irishman in one day. Impressive. That's quite yeah. the, quite the. Back marathon. in my back in my early movie going days, I would like string. I had like only one day off per week, and because I was working basically like late second shift, third shift, mm-hmm. I couldn't really go to the movies. So I would go on my day off. Usually it was a Sunday. Oh yeah, and you just bring a bunch of stuff together. Cool. So uh. Yeah. How you want to start this, dude? People out of the, out of the halls and stuff like that. Even though I didn't work, like hey, like we're in a rush. Can you punch tickets? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. So um, yes. So if you want, I'll just uh, you know, kind of go through the, the plot a little bit quick. Uh, I'll do like my uh. I'll do like my little plot synopsis thing if you want, and then and then we can kind of just talk about like, or do you want to talk about like the game? Do you, like, are you guys? Did you guys ever play the game a lot, like the yeah. Grand Turismo game, or no? Nah? Um, I'm familiar with the game, but only played it a couple of times when I was a kid. Nothing mm. too serious. Yeah. Like I'm familiar with the game, but never really played it. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I played I it played it a few times. Yeah. No, I I uh oh god. Yeah, I just I don't even have a driver's license, so I've never really played those kind of games at all, ever. Um mm-hmm. but like I don't even like the like do you remember the which one of the Arkham games was it that had a shitload of Batmobile shit? Uh Arkham Knight? Like I couldn't uh, play yeah. Arkham Knight anymore. 
I couldn't play Arkham Knight anymore once he got to the first driving thing because it was so bad. Um, but yeah, I've never really been a, been into these driving games all that much. I just I like David Harbor. I like Orlando Bloom. So I was like, what the hell? There you go. Yeah, I'm. I'm obviously I'm the. Yeah, that, that was my draw to the movie first when oh. I saw the trailer and I was like, oh look, okay. Yeah. I was like, hmm, oh nice movie. Yeah. Well, I know Milos, you're a you're you're a driving uh you know a racing fan. You you're a net Euro NASCAR, um as as we like to call it. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm American NASCAR. Formula One, man. Formula One, and yes, I am a I am a NASCAR fan. Uh, congrats to Ryan Blaney. He just won the 2023 NASCAR Championship, the Cup Championship. Uh kind of hoping it was going to be a hendrix guy but you know brian blaney ain't that bad uh but yeah so uh you know racing i've always played racing games um always played the nascar games i played a few i used to play the grand turismo i used to play all the time was actually the one on my psp uh because you know it was kind of just like between classes and college and stuff like that so i just kind of like sat in my minivan and (laughs) played my place my psp in between classes but um but yeah no the the game's fun um you know obviously this one it's a lot of uh imports uh so it's like you know bmws and nissans and uh which i kept giggling every time they said nissan Lamborghini. yeah but um yeah so anyway yeah nissan um but yeah so basically what happens is um i believe this was based on a true story um uh, when maybe it is that there are we're some talking about the, nissan okay. you know that uh nissan has a literal translation in croatian it means i didn't there's a running joke it's like hey like two, two friends talking to each other and they're like hey did you buy you i heard you buy a new car he's like yeah dude i bought a new car he's like well, which one did you get i was like nissan in Croatian, he basically goes like, "Which one did you buy?" He's like, "I didn't." <laughs> huh? That's funny. That's funny. I yeah. did. I did find one. Um, I did do some a little bit of research on this guy, on the guy that this is based on. It is a true story for the most part. The one thing I found that contradicts the movie pretty significantly is he was not the first one to go through this this uh, GT Academy thing. Hmm. He was actually the third person to to go through it. Oh wow! Yeah, so I think the first two were white. Yeah, but they changed it a little bit. But the the rest of it, from what I could tell, is pretty accurate beyond beyond that fact. Well, I think he um uh, he was the stunt driver for um for the kid um yeah. main character yeah, that played yeah, him. They said stunt driving, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was really cool. Uh, you know, at least they had him like you know doing stuff in the movie, which is pretty neat. But um, yeah, at least he was involved. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, so basically, what happened is, uh, the movie starts. Nissan is looking for a, um, you know, some way to drive up sales. Um, you know, get into the Formula One stuff. Um, and so they decide that um they're going to do a contest where um they're gonna have a gran turismo player um you know basically drive a real car in a real race 
and uh not everybody is thrilled about it but um nissan did um you know orlando bloom's character is the is the marketing uh right he's uh uh marketing and sales in in europe or something and um uh so he goes to japan and sells this to the the main headquarters over in japan and they liked it enough so that they gave him a little bit of money to spend on marketing and trying to get this uh you know contest going um so he has this thing out um the main character is um i gotta i gotta look up his name i didn't have his name you want the guy's uh, name or the actor's name? uh well uh, John Martin Borough. uh John yeah Jan martin bar is um you know uh he's played by archie Madico. Okay. We'll go with yours because I probably just yeah, and um so anyway, so he um you know comes comes from like it's not really like a I don't know, it's kind of like a like a middle class family, I guess. Um he uh you know his parents are kind of on him about like you know not being a loser and going to school and going to college and stuff like that and getting a good job. Uh his dad is played by Dude from Guardians of the Galaxy. I forget his name, but it's it's Jaiman it's a name. That I, what is it? Jaiman Hansu. There you go. I'm not gonna try to pronounce his name. Uh, we've done you, this you before. Did that on one other show, and it was hilarious. I did. I did. Diamond Hatsu. Diamond Hatsu. And uh, yeah, so um, say that five did, times faster. Did you realize who the mom was played by? By the way. Uh no. Wait. The redheaded spice girl. Oh shit, it was? I think so. Oh. Was uh redheaded one. Was that baby spice? Jerry Hallwell? Oh, I think she has yeah. a different last name now because she's married, but oh, I think ginger spice. Ginger spice, yeah. Yeah. Oh, tell me what you want. What you really really I hope your girlfriend's not here. Huh? I hope your girlfriend didn't hear that. <laughs> nah, she's not. Nah, she's not here. I'm at home. I'm not at her place. Okay. And uh, okay. so, um, well, she she likes my random thing. Um, and yeah. so, uh, anyway, so yeah, so he kind of comes from like a middle classish family. Um, you know, he works in retail, kind of like a dead end place. You know, he. Uh, I think he's a year removed from school. I think he already graduated from high school and he didn't go to he college. Like 20, I think. Hmm? Is he? Yeah. I think he was like 20. Yeah. I get a little confused on how like school works over there because I don't think they do like high school and stuff, right? It's like, isn't it set up something differently over there in England and stuff like how high school, like how the schooling works? But um, I think it's like their equivalent of high school. He, um, yeah. he, he's graduated from and he's you know a young adult um not really going anywhere with his life playing video games you know dad thinks he's a loser because uh, he's playing video games and um so there's this contest that comes up um and his brother is actually i think still in high school and he's like a star athlete um mm-hmm. you know he's going places because he's going to get a scholarship and he's going to go out and you know do things and um, so the older brother is, you know, kind of sitting still, according to everybody. But anyway, uh, fast forward. Dad, he, had, uh, dad had even played soccer somewhere. 
Oh, two, soccer. That's what it was. Yes, that's right. Soccer. The footy. And, uh, yep. And, um, yeah, I think his dad was professional for a while or like semi professional, something like that. And, um, I think he played for Crystal Palace or something like that. Yeah. 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 Premiership team. So professional. Hmm. Yep. And, uh, so, uh, yeah. So he joins the, the race wins the race so he gets one of the the spots to go to the actual gt academy so that way he can um you know drive a real race car and in the meantime orlando bloom's character is going around trying to find essentially a crew chief uh for these people and somebody who's going to basically uh mentor them and everybody goes to you know slams the door in his face doesn't want to do it last person he kind of goes to is david harper's character um he's an american um, he's kind of washed up from the NASCAR scene, um, and uh, I think did dabble in uh, IndyCar. Um, I can't really remember what his backstory was. I think he'd been in. I think, he'd been I think, in I think he was one. even a driver at one point. Yes, that's the, that's they, what it was. They, he, was a, he was a driver. I think he was. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm pretty sure they say he did that Le Mans course at the end. Yeah. So maybe yep. he was only one. Yeah, I think I well, I think he I think he did the um the the Rolex twenty four. I think he did like that type of shit. Like he like he did like the um uh fuck cars are those. I'm spacing on the name of the cars. But um yeah, it was kind of like a hybrid. It's like the ones that like get like NASCAR drivers, Formula One drivers, Indy car drivers, and they all kind of drive the same car. Um I'm gonna remember the name of it halfway through this. But um yeah. but yeah, so anyway, yeah, so he he was a driver in the past, um, you know, had a crash, kind of got washed up, um, became a crew chief, nobody really respects him. Uh so now this is his way of trying to get respected again. Um there's multiple kids from multiple countries. I think it's like what, six or eight of them at first. Um, and yeah. then they all get they all get like, you know down to the last you know ones and basically it's just like a series of races you know they just race against each other and you know eventually you know um this kid jan uh wins um and beats the kid that you know is kind of his rival which i like that i like that whole like uh story there with the rival and everything like that um and then uh yeah, so then basically he just goes and he starts racing, and nobody respects him on the track because he's this kid that plays video games. Now suddenly he's in a car, and um, yeah, so he he doesn't do well at first, but he actually does pretty well throughout all the races. I didn't actually look to see if he actually did this well, um, you know, in the in real life. It's I looked at his uh, record between mm-hmm. this and what he go on to do afterwards, like. He he goes on to have, I think, what most people would say if it was like another sport to have like a solid, if not, if not outstanding career. Like he looks like he won a couple races at like lower levels and stuff and then, you know, would place fairly highly in the upper level stuff, but not really, you know, Mm -hmm. so I think it's I think the film was accurate in the sense of like he never actually wins anything except for the. Yeah, he never actually wins anything except for the academy thing. Like, mm-hmm. he just kind of, you know, he does well, and obviously he does probably better than most people would think somebody in that position would. 
but yeah. it's not like they they didn't rewrite it to have him win every single thing he was doing. Yeah. yeah, basically basically he's like a journeyman in like the racing world. So in in racing obviously you can only win like, you know, one race a week and you know, depending on the series like in NASCAR, there's like 20 there's uh 36 races. Um, you know, I don't know what it is in F1. I think F1 has less, right? Like 20 or 25 something like that. At this point there's 23 23 yeah. Is gonna be 24. yeah i knew it was something like that so i mean there's not a ton of races that they do um so you know to basically just drive kind of in the middle of the pack get some top tens under your belt pretty much makes you a pretty good driver essentially yeah. um so i mean he you know he ended up getting by the end of the race he was getting i mean by the end of the movie almost he was getting like top tens and stuff and then um then he has a um he has a night out his uh crush girlfriend um shows up they go out and party and then that next the next race is the one where um it was the lamas um lamans lamas that's the pregnant woman um (laughs) the lamans uh race and um he uh he wrecks his car and um he's put in the hospital it's a whole like you know recovery getting back on the race kind of reminded me of days of thunder um, you know what I mean? <laughs> that crash then, actually did happen. Oh yeah. Like that up. Yeah. And um and so then uh you know he gets back on the track, does well, um, ends up uh winning the champion uh, not uh coming in third, right? He came in third in the championship. Oh, at the Le Mans thing? Yeah, they finished yeah. third. Yeah, he finished third. The whole, the whole thing was after the crash and like the rest of the circuit, like turns on him and says like somebody who's not qualified shouldn't be doing this and mm. and Nissan gets to the point where they're about to shut it down and they tell Orlando Bloom like he's got to finish at least third at Le Mans for us to continue doing this. Yeah. So that was basically oh. the goal uh by the end of the movie was to get, you know, at least an, uh you know, a finishing um, you know, at the Le Mans. Yeah, yeah probably, that's what I was looking for. That was the word I was looking for, John. Thank you. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a migraine today, so my brain is not working completely. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so basically by the end of the movie, he becomes a professional racer. Um, some people that, you know, were not respecting uh, him uh, end up doing uh, do respecting him uh, due to him finishing third at the Le Mans. And, um, you know, he... You know, like we said, he ended up becoming in real life a, a journeyman uh, driver. Um, so yeah, I I mean, I think overall this movie was like really well done. Um, I thought it was really well structured. Um, you know, as a fan of movies like Days of Thunder, Talladega Nights, you know what I mean, racing movies. Um, you know, I thought it followed a very good structure. Kind of followed that Days of Thunder type of structure, Talladega Nights. You know, it was kind of a parody of Days of Thunder. Um, and um, I thought it did it very well. Um, I don't know what you guys thought, John, if you want to start. Since uh, you're like not, I like you're not a racing person, so we'll get you. Uh, yeah, my my whole thing. And I'm kind of surprised. Like I rent, like I said, I rented this last weekend. Uh, my wife was out of town. I was just looking for something to watch one night. And I know you said you liked it. So I figured it was worth at least looking at. Um I did like it. I, l- I actually liked it more than I thought I would, but at the same time, like, 
maybe it's because I've seen like a hundred probably more than that sports movies by now. It's like you can point at the you can point at like the tropes it does kind of half ass. And like there are a lot of things about this I really liked. Like the kids performance was great. I really like David Harbour a lot. But there are a lot of things in this where I was like, you know, this would be more interesting. There were certain things that I think it would have been more interesting if they had done it. They kind of shifted the 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 drive of the narrative a little bit because, I mean, to me, like the the Orlando Bloom character is pretty wasted. Like he doesn't really do that much. He's just kind of there a lot. Um, yeah. And to me, the the more important relationship was the kid and David Harbor. So like, to me, you could just, you could have just cut out the Orlando Bloom character entirely and just, ha- and, or he could have been in like two scenes to set it up and then disappear, you know, cause he doesn't really do anything other than that. And then, um, I think I was more interested in the Academy stuff than the actual, than the actual races later, because I felt like the, a lot of the really big character building for the kid comes out of that stuff. And, you know, once, once they get to the actual circuit racing, that stuff is all really well done. It's all really well shot in particular. Like I, as somebody who doesn't really follow any of that stuff, I was like, Oh, am I going to have any clue how to interpret these driving scenes? Because I don't really follow any of this. And uh, we should mention too, and I did not know who directed this movie until I was watching the end credits. I had no idea that Neil Blomkamp made this fucking movie. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot um, that. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, Neil Blomkamp, which yeah, is interesting. He does um, uh, District Nine, right? District Nine, Elysium, Chappie. He had some uh, Alien script that he was trying to get made that. Uh, Ridley Scott just kind of came in and said, like, fuck you, I'm doing Prometheus instead, go away. Um, and he spent, like, five years writing an alien script that never got made. Uh, and he kind of took a pretty major career hit after Chappie, because most people hated that movie. I actually liked it. Um, yeah. But that was, like, that was his one big one that most people hated. Um, I actually yeah, quite movie, enjoyed it. Yeah, that one, I I didn't really, like, hate it, per se. Um, I just, like... I don't know. I thought there was just a lot of flaws with it, but, uh, but I yeah, no, okay. I could have done with a lot less of the, um, a lot less of the, uh, South African rap group that were like his parents or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, there were aspects of this. I really liked. Um, I do think it's a, I do think it's a sports movie for a generation younger than us. Um, oh, yeah. Which, and I I did really appreciate kind of the general tone of it. I do think there are things that I would have liked to have seen more exploration of that it barely goes into or doesn't doesn't choose to go much more than like the stereotypes or whatever. Um, like I like I get what the what the Jaiman Hansu character as the dad was doing, like the whole thing about like you know you're such a loser or whatever. But at no point does he ever try to at no point does he ever try to understand the kid, right? At least mm-hmm. that we see. So, like, you know, because I, I had a lot of, you know, my siblings and I all had various disagreements with our father about that kind of stuff. But in my case in particular, because my two 
siblings were jocks and I was not because of the disability stuff. So I sat around and, and, you know, my dad read a lot too, but I sat around and read books and watched movies and all that kind of stuff while my brothers were out doing the jock shit. And he, my father sort of understood that to a point. And then beyond that, we had trouble connecting a lot of the time, but like as much as I like Jaiman Hansu in a lot of things, like to me, he's the weak link here because it would have made a lot more sense to, you know, Maybe they don't, maybe they don't see eye to eye entirely, but he's such like, he's like a low rent version of Adrian Balboa with a dick. Cause it's like, all he does is like, everything you do sucks and, and you know, but like, you mm-hmm. don't see him like try to understand it at all in any way. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you could at least make some like token effort to do that, you know? Um, I did think the, the mom did a nice job where she was just kind of like trying to play the middle a lot. Um, and then I also could have done without any of the stuff with the girlfriend just because it felt so, it felt so extraneous to it. And I feel like that was a studio note of like, he has to have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just, I mean, and maybe this is just the way they're trying to show how obsessed the kid was with the game or whatever, but he barely seems to give a fuck. And it's just like, okay. Well, well I think I think that changes once, he, you know, he, like, kind of gets the fame and she kind of just shows up, like, that night out on the town or whatever, and he gets to see yeah. her. Like, I don't know. I, I like the idea of, like, the girlfriend and stuff like that. I think they should have, like maybe incorporate it more because like, it's like a big focal point of my first act. And then she's kind of forgotten about until like, you know, until he's already a racer. And then now suddenly he's like, she's like back into the thing. Now I don't know if that's just because she does does kind of disappear for about 45 minutes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The other, the other thing I would say is like, and I get what the, I get what they're trying to show here that like, video games and stuff and especially now that there are you know i get i would assume back when this was actually taking place that like esport leagues were not really a thing to the level they are now so like i get what they're trying to show here of like you know stuff like this can actually lead to something constructive but he does come off like weirdly obsessive and it's just Mm -hmm. not really ever looked at like I love the fact that, like, you're right, that stuff where they go to, because they go to Japan, he takes the girl to, or Orlando Bloom advocates that he has the girlfriend meet him in Japan for one of the races or whatever. Yeah. Or, or something, right? But Yeah, and they, yeah, know, they hang out in Tokyo for the night. And, like, once he starts to get, you know, once he starts to get a degree of fame and some notoriety, like, he probably had enough money to go anywhere and, like, he basically tells her like where do you want asks her like where do you want to go and she says new york and they end up they end up in tokyo because he has a boner about the fucking guy who designed the game and shit mm. and it's like okay uh yeah i guess and that that's moments where it just kind of there are moments in this i guess where it felt as much as i did enjoy it where it dipped into like feeling like way less of an actual sports movie than like Sony putting in self advertisement all over the place. You know, and yeah. I think that's the 
that's the line you have to draw you the line you have to toe with these movies of the these video game movies of like how much of this do you want to incorporate but like something like the and this is a completely different medium for this but something like the the super mario brothers cartoon that came out earlier this year like that you can just go buck and just do whatever you want because it's a it's an animated thing but like this is like there are moments where this is to me a very compelling sports film, but then it's like, oh yeah, this is a game movie. Oh yeah, they're gonna spend twenty minutes bloviating about the game designer. Okay, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, but yeah, I, yeah, no, it's definitely that. But I just there are times where, and it is kind, of, it is a bit on the longish side, more than I would expect something like this to be, because and you know I don't object to long movies in general, but. I kind of feel like this is one of those this came off to me a lot of times like one of those movies for the for people with the attention span to not you know cuz it's I think it's meant for teenagers generally and uh I don't see a lot of teenagers able to tolerate much more than a 90 minute movie these days. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the problem is is that they um and um a lot of the stuff you said is valid. Um I think the problem I think the problem is, is that they, um, they didn't really know who the audience was. Um, cause I mean, you're trying to get like racing fans, but then you're also trying to get video game fans, but then you're trying to get sports video game fans, but then you're also trying to get like a young demographic. And, uh, like, I don't know how well Gran Turismo is with like the younger audience. Cause I know that was more of a thing, like kind of like with like, you know me and milos like you know kind of like our age group like that was like bigger on like playstation and stuff with us i don't really know if they play it all that much on um you know because i don't know this but isn't it more of like a it's more of a complicated game than say something like mario kart because like you have to like design the fucking cars and shit right or like yeah 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 set up and designs and everything yeah, ba- yeah, basically, so. basically, it's like a, dr- a racing simulator. Um, it was like the first, like, essentially racing simulator that was like more realistic, because um, they had those, you know, back in the day they had some of the racing simulators, but this one was like the first one that was like developed for like the the racers, um, which now uh, even in NASCAR they use um, racing simulators all the time. They take the video games and. Um, uh, they take the video games that they make and they basically just put like simulators in each garage and you see the drivers like Dale Jr. Dale Jr. was using that to um to brush up on like some things in the in the simulator. Like um a lot of the guys now that race in NASCAR, um Chase Elliott, um I think Kyle Larson, um actually maybe Ryan Blaney, a lot of those guys um drove simulators before they actually got into a real nascar like into a real stock car and drove um so it is a way of like a lot of people like starting off or you know if you don't have the money to like fund a team or something um you know getting your foot in the door and kind of getting your feet wet in it so it's a little more serious now but like i said the uh the the gran turismo formula one they do you spend almost as much, you spend more time in a simulator than you do actual racing because whenever you're not in a race weekend, like you're always, I mean, you have like certain amount of designated hours that you're allowed to spend in a simulator and stuff, 
every driver like just spends a lot of time in the simulator. Like yeah. really big big part of their training program. This time in the simulator, it's like you're always you're almost they're, they're always gonna bring it up. Like, you know, because you gotta go through the races, you know, you wanna know every inch of the track. You wanna know where you break, where you turn, where you how you turn and everything. It's like the only and it's muscle memory. So like more time you go through the track, easier it gets. Mm-hmm. And because you can't just you have street races and stuff like that, we can't really go on the track and drive for like hundred hours because there's regulations that don't allow it. But you can spend a hundred hours in a simulator and just drive the same track for hundred hours. Then you develop muscle memory, like every lane, every turn, every break point, like you know exactly what you need to do. And I don't know if it's like that in F1, but um I know with a lot of the NASCAR drivers, they'll do um eye racing. Um, so they'll go and they'll um, they'll like start they'll be in like a league with like other drivers or other people across the world and they go on their computers and they go into the iRacing and it's like a whole thing where you go in and you can go to any track you want and you know you can race so you can like you want to be on Daytona you guys can all race the Daytona race it's almost like a it's almost like a league where they're driving like digitally. So like it's almost like a whole season that they play. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they have the same thing in Formula, but like every every team has their own simulator, so it's usually mm-hmm. within the facility. I'm pretty sure they probably have something like that set up, just because at one point you actually do want to race other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a lot of that is just like team facility. You're in the simulator and you're going through the tracks all the time. Mm-hmm. You're working on, and it's like extra developed to the point where you can set up the car based because every i don't know if it's the same thing in nascar but in formula one every track has a different car setup Mm -hmm. so like the race you're gonna drive like you're gonna have one setup for barcelona you're gonna have a full another for monza just because it's a different track requires different things so like you cannot have the same right height you can have the same you know everything has to be set up for the track so it's like you you basically have 23 tracks next year you're gonna have 24 and it's almost like you have 23 different cars even though it's all the same car but you sit it mm-hmm. up set it up in like track specific ways so yeah, what works in this... one track doesn't work in the other track no go ahead john was this supposed to be in f1 i they never actually said what league it was in uh yeah i think oh, i think actually just specify it wasn't supposed to have one because he would never get a racing speed in f1 uh, just because at one point they do go into the whole nope. yeah you kind of nope. you're kind of cutting out yeah, right you're, you're backing up those those points for the racing license that you need f1 is like the top of the pyramid and there's no way you can drive like oh, three okay. races and get those points it's like oh, F1 so it was like a, it was like a lower tier. F1 requires F1 requires it's definitely a lower tier, uh, but F1 requires like the oh, biggest okay. amount, most points basically, more points than IndyCar than mm. anything else. Like Formula One, it's top of the pyramid. Yeah. You can't just show up and drive there. Mm. 
Yeah, because um, no. it's it's the same idea. It's the same idea in NASCAR. Like, you know, they have like the Whalen series, and they have like NASCAR East. They, you know, they used to call it the Bush East back when Bush, you know, did the Bush series. Um, no, now that's the uh, Infinity uh, Xfinity series, um, stuff like that. So there's like Farm series. So you like you have the truck races, then you have the Xfinity series, and then you have the Cup series. Um, but underneath that, there's um, like local tracks that you can go to, like over here near me, Seekonk Speedway in Mass. Um, I don't know why that just did a thumbs up. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but uh, Seekonk Speedway over in Mass, um, I think it's still kind of affiliated with NASCAR, uh, but so is Thompson Speedway over in Connecticut. Um, you know, they do NASCAR races. Um, or they're sponsored by NASCAR, so there's like certain races they do. So it's like the K and N um, East now, I think it's called, um, and some stuff like that. So they'll do like regional races where you basically try to step up into it. And so I think that's kind of on the same idea as like what they were doing in the movie. Oh, hmm. now here's another general question I had about this movie, not the plot or anything, but we talked about Blomkamp earlier, and given the kind of stuff he generally does. Why does he direct this? Because I don't really I don't think know, anything it's so in... different than any other movie that he did. Like, I don't think. Yeah, when it's, you look at it's, all the other stuff that well, he did, like there is no comparison. It's well done. Like mm-hmm. it's well done. He does a good job with the racing scenes and stuff. But like, there's no given the other stuff he's done. Like, there's no. I didn't have any moment of this, and I I like pretty much all of his other movies to varying levels, but. There was no moment in this where I was like, "Oh, that's what you bring this guy in to do this for," because you know there was no like big visual moment where I was like, "Oh, this is what this is clearly what sold them on having this guy do this." It just felt like it felt like this very cynical, like I need to do something like this to get out of Hollywood jail kind of thing. Yeah, and pretty much. That's, how, what, that's what I was gonna say. And given how this did, I think it just kept him there because it. What it was made for sixty million, and it made about a hundred and twenty, so it basically made its money back barely. Yeah, you can't really you can't really yeah. blame him in that for that though, because nothing made money. But I think year, when really. you look at the movie, you, you know? can be like, that, yeah. But when you look at when you look at the movie, you can be like, yeah, but he did a good job. Mm. So like, oh yeah, it's well. If you want to keep him in Hollywood jail based on the box office, I get it. But visually yeah. and like just from the director standpoint, like I think he did a fairly good job. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people like that get jobs, and, and the movies don't make going, money. Going into this, you know, it's it's a lot of different. Like, honestly, my uh, the the video game, the car video game that I grew up on was actually Need for Speed, and when that movie came out, like that was a big, damn, this is a good movie. Like, still enjoy it. That movie's so great. Yeah, it's a yeah, lot different than games. what the games were at the beginning. That's Need for Speed is just like, damn, and it's a good it's movie. It's like when I you look at does. when you look at yeah. this movie from the racing standpoint, like I really like it. Uh, I yeah. didn't really find any gripes just because I couldn't. Uh, minor points, sure, but it's like generally just looking at the big picture. And jumping off mm-hmm. something that you brought up earlier, basically, or 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 Holmes' character in this one, like he plays PR, whatever. Like in real life, he's somebody who's so behind the scene, he would never play a big part. But I think because they brought Bloom in to do it, like they actually 
figure out ways to put him on screen as much as possible. Yeah. Just, I mean, he's in a lot there, of... So it's like, because it's a compelling story. He's like, you can really do this. You can, like, you can have him in the first scene where he actually pitches yeah. the idea and gets a green light, and you can move him out of yeah. it, and that's it. You don't really need him anymore. I, also, I thought he was... My problem with Bloom is he's in a lot of scenes. He just doesn't do anything. Like... There yeah, were literally... exactly, because his character is unnecessary. Yeah. Like, if Bloom didn't play him, that character wouldn't be there. Yep, there were, like, would have some scenes. random dude, the idea, they would be like, okay, we're gonna do it, and then that character never shows up again. There were, like, two scenes where I thought he was worthwhile, was the, the initial pitch, and the, uh, the, fuck, and I just forgot what the other one was. Um, and the, uh, is it the one where um, he's like trying to get him to stop racing or whatever, and he like runs over, and he's like, he's oh, like, tell, no, no, no. tell him to tell him to pit, tell him to come in, tell him to come in or whatever. Like when they're you know, like it, racing you know, stands. It was the one at the end of the. It was at the end of the academy thing where Jan wins, but he Bloom wants the other kid because the other kid is more like TV Marketable. and publicity ready than yeah. Jan is. Like that, yeah. yeah, that was the other moment where I was like, okay, now I see why you have him here. But then every other time he shows up, it's like, just yeah, without your bone. It's like two scenes, and you can yeah. you can literally have yeah. anybody else do it. Yeah, he's kind, he of, showed, it's kind of meant to be like a proper guy. And every time he showed up after that, I was just like, just whip out a bow and arrow and kill somebody, please. You know what's, you know what's kind of funny? John, you all, you all know this one. So he kind of reminds me of when, like, Raw and SmackDown have a general manager. Like, yeah, like it's I like, see that. so, like, like Nick Aldis. I love Nick Aldis. He was great in the NWA and stuff. But, like, now he's like the SmackDown general manager. And I'm like, yeah. do we really need him out here? And now you got Mickey James, you know, being like, oh, WWE is the place to be or whatever because her husband's on TV. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, he's great. Maybe he should be more of a backstage guy, just like with Adam Pierce on Raw. I always kind of get a little cringy when he comes out or whatever. Um, you yeah. know, so I, I that's kind of what I got the feel of him. Um, he just kind of needed to be the mouthpiece for like Nissan. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I don't think there was really a need for him. You know, pronounce the fucking company's name right. It sounds like a bread bread brand. You know, well, well, that's how they that's how they say it over there in uh, jolly old London. Nissan. Oh, I know. The other, the other thing that killed me with the Bloom scenes was the stuff with the kid and and David Harbor is so great mm. that I was just like, give me more of that and less of this weirdo. Um, yep. You know, like the you could have had you know Bloom could have disappeared once David Harbor shows up, and the entire movie could have been the kid and David Harbor. Because all that stuff was great. Yeah, because that's that's the back and forth that actually drives the movie for the movie. Yeah. yeah. It very much it very much reminded me of Days of Thunder with that between um uh Robert Duvall and uh Tom Cruise. They're back and forth. Tom Cruise, yeah. Um yeah, it very much reminded me of that. And that's that's one of the things I really liked about this movie was that they really were able to capture that part of it. And um yeah. The other thing I will say is, and you know, I knew nothing about the actual events here. I looked it up afterwards because I was curious how close the movie was to that. But uh, the crash thing shocked me because I thought, you know, going into that, I was like, oh, of course he's going to just, 
I think that was during the crash thing. Was that his first official race after getting the license, or was that during the the qualifying circuit stuff? I can't honestly can't remember. Um, um that was uh, qualifying. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was shocked then, by then he missed some races, and then he still needed to come back and actually finish. I think that was like, like you gotta finish. That race, I think it was like it was built up to be like that race was supposed to be the one that I think would have gotten him the license because if he had done right. well there, he would have gotten the license. But because he crashed and he missed the races, he started dropping down. And so he wasn't like eligible until he like came back and raced a little more. Right. But the uh, the the crash thing just shocked me because I was like convinced like, oh, this is going to be that story where he's going to. And like I said, I knew nothing about this actual kid or or I know nothing about the sport, really. But um, I was just convinced of like, oh, he's just going to go and dominate right away. And this whole thing is going to be about how this video game kid came in and he immediately masters this sport. And then like that crash happens. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No. Wow. OK. Um, not not how I expected this to go at all. Um, and, you know, I liked the idea that. You know, the the kid played it really well after that, where, like, you can tell he's really messed up by it. And, you know, I don't know what else Archie Medekwe's done, but, you know, if this is the first thing he's ever done, it's a good start. Mm. Yeah, I think, um, I uh, for me, it was a little more telegraphed, because, like, right before that, it was like, he's on top of the world, he's taking his girlfriend to Tokyo, you know what I mean? It's like, no, nobody can harm him. And then it's like... You know, gotta gotta get yeah, him I, into a crash. Gotta give him some sort of uh, you know issue. But I thought, then, it was, I thought it was gonna be something. I I knew that issue was coming. You're right because it is a sports movie. But I thought it was gonna be something like the dad had a heart attack or some such. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't know. And it's it's really weird how they didn't have him in the movie all that much. But I guess they didn't really have anything else to to do with him. But like. I feel like that probably would have added a little more to the movie too. Maybe get rid of Orlando Bloom and add more of the girlfriend and more of the father, because I feel yeah, like I feel like the father being up on him. Big name to be, he's a pretty big name to be in a, in this movie as little as he is. Yeah, and I mean, he's a great actor. Yeah, when he's yeah. not saying Buddha think, oh, yeah. to, uh, to Star Lord, you know. <laughs> I think that would have. I think more stuff with the dad mm. would have shown. You know, because I think the whole big thing that the whole big like thematic thing that you're supposed to get out of this movie is like how much the kid grows up through it, right? And I think more stuff with the dad gives you that more because if you see more stuff with the dad where he, you know, every time they interact, the dad's like, hey, maybe he's not so much of a loser as I thought he was or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then once he starts the racing stuff, like the dad won't return his phone calls or any of that crap. And it's like, how does that help anything? Like, I know it. You know, it was very odd. It's like he's doing something with his life now, he, you know. And it's like, and and it kind of made it seem like at the end that like, oh, when he came, like he was almost like embarrassed of what he said or something, or he didn't know how to approach him. But even then, like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I think you probably could have done that a little sooner. But yeah, like they have that. They have that scene towards the end. Is it before the Le Mans race where he he the dad finally shows up and he says, you know, I am actually really proud of what you've done here and whatever. I just felt like it was 
it was so like abrupt and just out of nowhere given what the dad had been doing prior that it just felt like it felt very after school special to me you know and if the dad had had a bigger role in it up to this point where you could see like the progression of that i would i would have accepted a lot more than like oh we're okay and i don't i no longer think you're a loser because someone finally explained to me how this actually works it's like okay sure i think that also kind of that also kind of fed into my idea that there was something going to happen because the father and the mother show up right after he saw the girlfriend. This is like a big moment. It's Lamans. So Lamans, uh, like to me, I knew Lamans was a big race because in the racing world, that's a big track, a big race and stuff like that. So like you may not have known that, but um, I've heard of it. I mean, yeah, I yeah, but it's the, it's kind of like the, the it's kind of like the Daytona. It's like the Daytona of Europe essentially yeah i guess that's like the best way to explain it more prestige yeah like one of those yeah. things that it's like you know, like, it's like if you win it like wimbledon it's I guess. Resume forever. It's like i i won you know i won lamont and it's like it's pretty yeah. deal in the racing world like how like the like the indy 500 in like indycar you know what I mean? And Daytona and NASCAR, it's, you know, Le Mans and, and you know, Formula One and open car, uh, open wheel. So, yeah. And one thing I did like, too, is, you know, and there's only one thing I can think of right away, but like they weren't afraid to, like, use things from this real life person's personality in this movie, like. In like they'd made a whole big thing of like before races and stuff, you listen like Kenny G and Enya and shit, and he was like a twenty year old kid from England. Like, I would think that would not be, you know, if there was somebody, if there was some like music producer making this movie, they'd be like, no twenty year old listens to that. Like, and I did think it was kind of cool that they stuck to that. Um, yeah, you know what twenty year olds listen to. <laughs> Yeah. Such a mumble rap. Um, it's mostly K-pop, yep. oh, Yeah, man. and I did like the uh the bit toward the end uh when he's when Harbor's trying to focus him and he gave and there was a whole big joke made of like the fact that Harbor still uses a Walkman and at one point the kid buys him like a it wasn't an iPod because you can't have an iPod in a Sony movie, mm-hmm. but it was yeah. whatever the knockoff knockoff Sony MP3 player is and he gives Harbor one and at one point towards the end he's trying to he's trying to focus him so like through the through the in car radio he starts playing Enya off of a off of a Sony MP3 player. I thought that I actually thought that was very cute. Um yeah. so yeah I mean I just but just I was actually like I said was, another like the, the relationship there is kind of underplayed just because like Mm-hmm. And they did whole character development, which especially in the early stages, like that was something that would have focused on. Yeah, I could have had this whole I could have had this whole movie be like maybe what I would have done, and I don't know how you do this, but like you get rid of the Orlando Bloom character completely, except maybe he does like the you still need the pitch scene, obviously, but other than that, you could pretty much get rid of him. But and like then, anybody can do that. Like, so yeah, if you want right. to balloon it, be him. It's like because um, you do the and page, and I, that character never has to throw up again. Yeah, and I would almost do a thing where, like, 
and you know i know they're probably trying to follow the actual events to to a large degree so you probably don't change it this much but if you're gonna have somebody like jaiman hansu in this movie like i would somehow have it so that he has to follow them around and so that he has to you know he's actually helping with this and maybe the whole thing at first is like i don't really understand this but they're telling me i have to be here and i don't get what any of this is um and then here's the thing maybe maybe in real life he really wasn't supportive until the end so that's what they were trying to portray here but at the same time like i think it's a really if 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 that is true and if that was indeed the case that is something that would really impact the character development in the early stages especially through the academy because that was going to be something that was going to be pretty big on his mind it's like the unsupported father or like a family that doesn't really understand him because like you know you, how can you make money off of playing video games in, in that world like in today's world obviously it's different and then it's like it would make more sense if you actually if you played into that little bit more and then you can you know bring up an earlier point then you can bring in the girlfriend as the outlet or like i have frustrations here i'm supposed to be best on the track that i can like win this thing and it's like i just need an exhaust vent somewhere and that's where the girlfriend comes in it's like that yeah earlier stages like there's a lot of uh i think they decided to use the plot to develop the character and that's more like the background really stayed in the background they could have just brought that up and it's like played into that and focused more on the characters to develop the character and just put the blood in the background because it was still work yeah i mean you would have the one like thing, a better sense of the movie i think the one, one thing, thing that I really felt... comes to mind with Bloom is i think maybe he was a driving force behind making this movie at least that's i saw some interviews and stuff like that is like he was really pushing for this movie to get made so maybe that's why but at the same time maybe you find him yeah. another role it suits him better i just have a hard time believing that he's and maybe it's different in england or whatever but i have a hard time believing he's a big enough name to get anything made i mean you know i guess he could no, be and I, maybe think, he... I think maybe he pushed for the story i think he has a i think he's, he has... I think he's geek enough so i don't know oh yeah I see. maybe he read like, the story yeah. And maybe he pushed for like something, you know, who knows? And therefore, yeah, I mean, because background, Tony, blah blah blah. Tony has a habit. Tony has a habit of of letting the actors in these movies kind of take the lead on that because I think Holland was a big, you know, Holland contributed a lot to getting that Uncharted movie made, I believe. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's a big fan of those movie, those uh, those video games, and uh, yeah. so I thought he was like really pushing for it. Yeah, I did. I did really like this. I just wonder if, like, in a larger business sense, like, I think you said it, Justin. They had no idea what the audience for this was, and this was actually delayed for a couple. They moved this back a couple weeks. It was supposed to be early August, and I forget what came out in early August that they were trying to avoid. But there was uh, something I think, I think it was one of the the Marvel movies. I think. Oh, was it? Um... Not Guardians, Guardians was, but no Guardians, Guardians was, was like uh, May or something. Yeah, April or May. It was the other one. Um, the other one that comes out tomorrow. You mean? No. Oh no, Maybe Marvel. They were supposed to come out. 
No, no, no. Was it? Marvels was supposed to come out then, wasn't it? Because they pushed it back to, to to tomorrow. But wasn't it supposed to come out at like the end of July, beginning of August, something like that? Right. That was the original date. Yeah. Yeah. So then they were, I think they moved it because they didn't want to get slaughtered by that. And then, me yeah. Looking things up, I'm sure he's going to tell us what came out. But, uh... <laughs> But I think the problem I think the problem in general was that at the time all these big tentpole movies were just not making any money. And it was just like so crazy. I kind of wonder if they even started to see what like Oppenheimer was doing. You know, so no, this was good. I just you know, I would say this was a um, another successful video game movie, and I think people oh, yeah. are starting to figure out some some studios at least are starting to figure out formulas to make those work. And they're I not, think this is a, you know, I think this was a nice unique twist to the video game movie because it wasn't like because there is no real plot to the to these games. It's a it's a racing yeah, simulator. It's not, yeah, it's not like it's He's, not, and you know, you you guys have played it to some degree way more i've never touched any of these particular games but it's not set in a it's not set in a world that that game's supposed to be in it's just like it's it's a it's a sports movie plot that uses that game as a tool basically mm-hmm. to tell the story to tell um yeah i also thought it was interesting that as much as i've criticized sony for the product placement part of it you never once see the kid playing the game on a playstation which <laughs> would be an easy way to go well he plays uh, it on the computer so uh only movies yeah. really came out in august were mag 2 and uh blue beetle that's it like there wasn't oh, really, really maybe, much in there maybe maybe they thought blue beetle was gonna be bigger than it was i don't know yeah i don't know i i know yeah, they did move they it. Pushed it a week later like it just it, came it, out yeah, pushed, later i think i think they i think they probably pushed it just because like i said you know and i love how brendan um, I, I like to joke with him all the time about how he thinks like this year were like the greatest year for like movies or something. And I'm like, you do know that like there's not gonna be any movies like next year, and like nothing made any money this year. Like three movies made money, and two of them were because it was Bobbenheimer. <laughs> like any other what, Mario Brothers? Mario Brothers, Super- yeah. Or Mario, yeah. Yeah. I would argue. I would argue. I would argue. Guardians three made money. It didn't make what they thought it was going to, but I well, think yeah, it was still. Probably- yeah, it made money, but yeah, it didn't. It didn't hit what they they wanted it to hit. That's what I mean. Like, like, like Yeah, most things got hammered this year. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, and Brendan just put this in one of our um, one of our Discord threads. Uh, Warner Brothers has taken another completed movie and and shelved it for the write off. Um. Coyote versus Acme, a live action animated hybrid uh Roadrunner Wiley Coyote movie that had some level of involvement from John Cena in it, I think, has been shelved by Warner Brothers for a thirty million dollar write off. That that might have been so, a good move. Regular geniuses, these people. Yeah, but right mm-hmm. now though, I mean would considering where he is career wise right now, wouldn't you want to yeah. put something out with him? I probably, mean, probably, but like really more like this one. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, he's, 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 he's never been at a higher stock point in Hollywood than he is right now. So mm. like the fact that something like this would get canned, uh, interesting. Especially I still want to see that uh, when he's jobbing for, uh, you know, um, you know, the rock or whoever. No, for um what's his face there? Um uh Sokoa. Oh, okay. Is that who he yeah, yeah the bloodline, yeah, he just lost to uh uh to Roman's cousin there, the the Uso's brother. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I thought this was a, a fun one to go through. Um did we have anything else we wanted to bring up here? Um, I mean this is not this is not terribly complicated. We've certainly had far more complicated plots than this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This this was definitely um I think it's in my top like 15, 16 of the year. Um it's definitely one of them that I have in contention. Um, you know, for like I think it came in right, came in right outside of that for me, but yeah, like so, yeah. like I have it I have like a like a list of them that I've been like resorting and sorting throughout the year. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, it's, it's in that group. Uh, will it get into like my top 10? Probably not. Um, but, um, it is in that like lower tier of that where, um, you know, I yeah. really enjoyed it. There's been a lot of movies this year that I've just like really enjoyed. They're not like the greatest films ever, but like they were enjoyable. Yeah. I think the, our, considering our what came out this year, there's a bunch of movies that are like, Enjoyable, yeah, you can give them enjoyable. Gran Turismo for me yeah. is, is not half of the movies that I've seen this year. I think it's a top ten, no, it's but it's like that. as a racing fan driver, it's definitely one of those like, hey, I went to the movies, I saw it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, you I guys want to watch it for the most part? That's really all you can ask out of a movie. If you guys want to watch a stinker, if you want to watch a stinker, watch Knights of the Zodiac on netflix that movie is awful good idea horrible in practice it's about an hour and a half i won't get back of my life but i did have a, i did have an I did, I'm, I'm, I'm up to seven for the year <laughs> i'm gonna try to hit I I'm, think on 39 new, I'm at like 45 i think i gotta get to 70 mm. Yeah, I mean, I'll get to forty. I don't think with seventy movies come out this year that I would want to watch. Pretty much watched everything that I wanted to watch. I've, I've watched some stuff. pretty good movies. I don't know what uh, you know what Chinese and Koreans put out. I got to see if Koreans put any war movies this year. Oh. Speaking of uh, speaking of movies made by uh, people not in America, there's a uh, uh, J- Javin Jawin. Something like that. It's like this year's version of RRR. And it's like a Bollywood movie or whatever. It's like three hours long. It's like a detective story about some shit. I'm like, I don't know. But you know what? I'm in it. Because those movies are so much more I did like that movie. Those movies are so much more clever and well put together than a lot of the American-made movies. I'm in for this one. I'm going to sit there and watch it for three hours. because. You know what? It's got my attention now. Wow. 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 Um, That's, that's. Yep. (laughs) 
And as far as other things we have coming out, I think we're going to be uh, finally doing Gladiator soon. I think we've settled on that for next week. Um, I actually have to watch that again this weekend, so twist my arm on that, I guess. Um, I, I watched it a couple week- of weeks ago or a couple of months ago. I'm not really sure. It's one of those that yeah. I'm definitely going to rewatch it just because it's like yeah, it's been a couple. I've watched you can never not watch that movie. So it's... Yeah, I watch it probably once oh, every it year or two. Forget old. Yeah, and basically we're doing that because with Napoleon coming out, I thought we should do something of Ridley Scott's before that. Um, and we actually between us, we do like a bunch of Ridley Scott movies, and I'm sure we'll we'll with the whole. Be kind, rewind thing. We'll get to some other ones in the near future, probably. I mean, we've already done. What did we do, Milos? The last duel in House of Gucci when they came out, I think. Yeah, yeah. and we're probably I'm gonna, sure gonna we do Napoleon that. as well. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm def- watching. You're I'm def- watching it. I'm guessing. She's but, not even. She's not even gonna be here that week, so I'm definitely going. Um, I saw the runtime. I'm actually surprised it wasn't longer. Uh, but. How long is it? I didn't check. Two thirty eight. So it's not short. It's just I thought it would be Oh yeah. I thought it was gonna be Yeah, I thought it was gonna go into three hours. Yeah. But no, I think that's that's usually right in um Ridley Scott's wheelhouse for length, so I'm not concerned about that. I think it'll be We gotta Um, watch uh we gotta watch uh Matt Damon make uh potatoes out of shit. Oh yeah. I do like that movie a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Oh, yeah, oh, that's a I own. I own that one. Black Hawk Down, Matchstick Men, which I think is a very underrated one of his. Actually, um, I don't even watch that. One. Know what the? You know what another Agent underrated Bob. one of his is? The White Squall is really underrated. One of the most amazing movies. That's ever. one of his early ones, right? I like. We love that movie. My family. Yeah, just, I'm also a big fan of American you know, Gangster. Your bridges. So. Oh yeah, um, American Gangster and Kingdom of Heaven, man. Come on, that's like. I have that one too. Yeah, I haven't watched that in years. That's, that's a movie. The um, yeah. uh, watched it earlier this year. I rewatched it, and it's just didn't age a day, man. Like, like that movie is yeah, epic. Cool. Cause it's the first time I watched it. That's cool. That's cool. Yep, and as far as um, so we're gonna be doing that soon. Uh, as we record this, we just put out our latest Doctor Who show. We did the 50th anniversary special, the Day of the Doctor, and we're gonna get back into a semi-regular rotation of that for a couple weeks with new stuff coming out in the next couple weeks. Um, I believe starting on the 25th, we do have to get back to the Trek crap. It's just been so hard to schedule. Lately, and I was gonna say we do have about fifteen episodes of Star Trek to do. <laughs> we have literally, I want to uh, say thirteen, thirteen, fourteen, with the last four Strange New Worlds and and all of lower decks. Lower decks. Also, yeah. um, a little. Actually, uh, actually, haven't watched lower decks yet. From the Trek I from, stopped. Actually, Boris is not home. I saw. I just, um, like, on, I start watching them. Like I'm just start watching them when we start reviewing them. Uh, but on the third yeah. front, Boris is now home, so we should be good to go on uh, most Saturdays. Record it. So. Yeah, I've been holding yeah. off on Even a lower deck. Yeah, I watched the first couple when it 
first started again, but I'll yeah, go too. back and start. But um, I was watching. Uh, I was on uh, Instagram, and uh, the the girl who plays Mariner, um, shared another video, um, saying and uh, something she's been sitting on for a while, an important announcement, and it was her on the set of Strange New World. So I don't know if that means that there's going to be another crossover. I don't know. That could also be old. That could be when was that posted? Because that could be an old, she was putting yeah, a lot like, of stuff hey. up. Okay, because she was she was putting well, a lot today of stuff is up Thursday, when they filmed the so that's that's but that's a throwback Thursday, so it could be a throwback Thursday. Uh, that could have been uh, that could have been posting from when they filmed the original one. Maybe, yeah, but she kind of made it seem like it was like yeah. something she's been waiting to say. So I don't know, unless it was just like her like messing with people. I don't know. Maybe just a repost of the other repost. Who knows? Yeah. She was pretty awesome in person too, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. I was wearing a lower decks uniform when I did a photo with her and, and I'm sure they do a lot of that. You know, they get a lot of the, you know, people wearing those things. It was the first time I'd ever tried that. I was very uncomfortable and I think it was obvious. <laughs> but uh yeah, so this was a good one. I'm glad we had a chance to do this. Justin, we should find time to do the retirement plan at some point, although I don't think that'll be even as long as this was. But no, I did enjoy no. that as well. Yeah, that one, it was good. I had kind of, racing to fill the time. Kind of abruptly yeah. did. I think I think you would probably yeah, it agree. Just, it, does just kind of, it does just kind of stop, yeah. Yeah, yeah me yeah. and Sarah were very confused. But I was yeah. like, all right. I was like, well, the first, like, 60 to 70 percent of it was pretty good and then it just kind of yeah it just kind of drops off a cliff yeah all right well i'll get this process we can bank this one for a week or so but um at least we'll have something for next week then all right boys this was fun deuces later